All right, everybody. Hey, welcome back to our show. This is Karina and Amber, your co-host to Dating and Marriage Perspectives. Damn good to the last word. We're happy to be with you, all our viewers, our listeners. And if you haven't been with us in a little while, welcome back. Welcome back. All right. So um, I think we have a fan. He's I'm becoming a fan. He was like, I want to come back and spend some time with you guys. So Marcus is back with us. Uh, we did a previous show with him a couple weeks ago uh, on a post that he shared on social media. And we gave him the floor to explain himself so we can read between the lines and really understand his own frustration and experiences with dating. So consider this part two of a Black man's perspective on dating today in 2022. And a male perspective. Yeah. What's that? And a male perspective, too. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Male, male perspective. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So welcome back, Marcus. Good to see you. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for coming back in the trenches. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's, uh, it's uh, uh, not often that I'm, I have the um, opportunity to demonstrate my courage uh, in this way. So We appreciate you. We do. We do. <laughs> Um, okay, so we have Marcus here, and I mean, really, the three of us to continue talking about dating today. And um, sometimes what often happens is miscommunication, what one person might say, so what Marcus might say, or any one of us might say, and what the other person actually hears might be completely different from what was just said. So um, I'm going to pass the mic over to Amber. You want to start us off with some questions? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, it's funny because Marcus and I spoke one day and he was explaining to me, um, a situation he had with, uh, somebody that he was dating and he was frustrated, which is totally understandable. And I literally said to him, I, I have a good girlfriend who the exact same thing just happened to her. And the guy said the exact same thing. So you have to be on the show because we needed explanation, right? We, <laughs> we, we want to know, you know, if you said, you know, if what you said is what you meant, which I do believe that men say what they mean, go by what they say, comes out their mouth, actions may be something different, but I just thought it, you'd be a, a really good person to, you know, bounce ideas off, hear what you had to say. So, you know, if you could, if you can kind of give us a, a background and, Tell us what happened, if you would be so inclined with yeah. um, with the girl you were dating. Okay. Um, so the, the situation that I described to you was one where uh, um, a, a woman and myself um, uh, were having conversations. And uh, I told her what I really wanted. Um, and out of out of life and uh she and i both like mutually knew that you know uh based on a few factors she wasn't um what she wanted and what i wanted didn't match both by through our own personal criteria like age and location <laughs> and things of that nature so it was kind of mutually agreed upon um i also communicated clearly that what i actually wanted i didn't have time to pursue because I was working so much. And uh, she, I, I found her company to be a, a nice company to keep. And uh, so I decided to, you know, spend most of my 
my my time with her, the, the time that I did spend with a woman. But in that, um, uh, you know, despite my self-admitted, ad you know, sh chauvinism and uh, all these other things that I could be called as a, as a guy, I, I guess, well, I was warned by other people and through some of her reactions that despite her and I agreeing that we what we had was casual, bordering on exclusive, without any eye to building a future, because I was behaving in a certain way, she actually began to interpret my actions as uh, undermining what my words were. And my, my words and dialogue never changed. We, we would have check-ins every few weeks, unfortunately, uh, with people being in their 40s, you would think that wouldn't be necessary. But because of things that she was doing and things that she was saying, I typically felt compelled to keep letting her know, well, yeah, you know, I did that. And yeah, I told you this. And, and yeah, we did that. But it doesn't mean that I've changed what I said to you on, on day one. And so completely without my permission, um, she uh, constructed um, uh, a relationship, mm -hmm. which, I mean, you and I have a relationship, Amber. What is a relationship? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Relationships are acquaintances, whatever. But what she had constructed was nowhere near what was really true uh, in the sense of both of us participating in it. And what she had constructed in her mind was a complete um, departure and, and deviation from what we both agreed we would be doing. And so um, you, I regret that I regret that you heard frustration in my voice because you missed the frustration phase, the frustration phase. <laughs> and you would have put me on call block during that time because when I would talk about it, all of the anger and frustration that was involved with it was uh was crazy. I think you got me more in the exasperated phase okay. where I was just like, <laughs> I had just surrendered to being wrong, not listening to my friend's advice um, and not taking responsibility for what is common among men and women. Everyone's different, but more often than not, no matter what, I believe that no matter what a man says, his actions have to be consistent with what he's doing. So in my situation, I was saying <laughs> I didn't want to pursue a long-term relationship and I didn't want us to, to have a family, but I was traveling with, I was a gift giver. I uh, moved into exclusivity. All things that I don't think make a man committed, those are all things a committed man should do, but that didn't mean I was committed, especially considering the fact that I said I didn't want to be committed for as lifelong partners. So I, I take responsibility for my, my role in all that, but it's unfortunate that it did get to that point. Sure, sure. Now, when you say that you checked in, I'm just curious, like, what were your check-ins like? Were they like, hey, we're cool or were, oh, go ahead. So before we get to this question, because that is one of my questions, mm -hmm. at the beginning, you said that you shared with her what you wanted. What did you say to her exactly, if you remember? Okay, so you did stutter a little bit. You said, not you, but the video feed. You oh, said I in, the like, damn. in the beginning. <laughs> oh, don't, don't be over there starting stuff, Amber. Please. The, <laughs> the video stuttered. So stuttered. You, you were asking me 
I, I need that question again. You said in the beginning, I what? At the beginning, you said that you explained to her that what you were looking for, what you were pursuing. Do you remember what you said to her describing what, what it was you were looking for? So, okay, so th this is exactly, I don't, no, I don't remember exactly what I said, but I can tell you very briefly exactly what happened. We talked a lot. We saw each other a few times. We had a good time. She, she started, um, I don't even know who started the dialogue, but the dialogue happened like, okay, what does the future look like? I said that um, I want to um, have a family. She never wanted to have a family. Um, and then um, we both agreed that, you know, those were two things that, you know, two separate things we wanted. And so, the, so uh, I think, I, okay, so what I actually said to her was, despite the fact that we both want two different things, let's have some, let's have fun. Okay, and that was okay that's what you said, let's just have fun. <laughs> uh -huh. That's what you said, let's, let's have, let's just have fun. Yeah, let's have fun. Let's enjoy each other's company. And that meant all those other things, the traveling and spending time together. And, you know, things are pretty gross out there. So me personally, I, I didn't want I didn't want to have a, a stable or some cadre of, of women. I mean, you know, I, I think that if and this is completely has nothing to do. But the reason why I was being exclusive was not because I was in love with this woman. It's just because I think that if a man needs to see for a woman, then he he's with the four wrong woman. It doesn't take four women to hmm. keep a man happy. <laughs> oh, yeah, I agree with that. Okay. So yeah. tell us about your check-ins, if you don't mind. Like, what were they like? I mean, every two weeks seems like an awful lot, to be quite honest with you. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes there were a couple a day. I started to call them oil changes. Um, um, <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Um, it was, con I mean, constantly. Okay. So basically I could, it would probably be better if you don't mind, if I tell you what would, what would be the catalyst for them happening. Sure. Sure. Um, me waking up to six inch long romantic text messages. Um, that would be six something inch? that was six inches. So picture six inches on a regular size cell phone. Oh, that's it's long. Yeah. Wow. That's a lot. Yeah. So, so that would, that would, okay. And it was never like yelling and screaming and, and well, not all the time. Like maybe there were several times where, you know, like, damn, what are you doing? Um, so I would answer that as much as a human. Okay. What are you doing? I told you, I don't like that. Um, and then there would be a lot of, there would be a significant amount of instances of, well, you know what? Um, I'm a woman, and uh, I, I we're just built differently, and I can't do this anymore. And I would say, "Ooh, that was disappointing." But I believe in people taking care of themselves. Not talk to someone for a few days, and then it's back on again. Hmm. Um, that was happening, and then when that would happen, there would be another check-in. You know, <clears throat> and it would always be, "I can handle it. I can do this, and I can do that." And I would see that the behavior wasn't consistent with what she was saying. So she was saying that she could handle it, but she was demonstrating that she couldn't. I was saying I didn't want anything <clears throat> long-term or serious, but I was acting like a real boyfriend. I, I was. Okay. Okay. I mean, I feel like so that's, my, are... but that's my part. Yeah. Okay. Is that how you usually act when you are dating somebody? Yep. 
Okay. Yep. That's why that's why I've stopped dating. I mean, I mean, I don't date as like I, I'm very picky about dating now because I there's only one. <laughs> I, I I personally am am the guy who. I forgot how to treat women different ways for different boxes. Like if you're a, a woman in my life, and I'm seeing you romantically, and I like being around you, I'm, I only know one way to treat you, and it's a good way whether you're going to be my wife or girlfriend or just friend. Um, but unfortunately, um, I had to learn the hard way that I cannot treat, you know, a woman in that nice way and expect her to just be one of the, one of my buddies, you know? Well, see, I just disagree with that. I, I had told you that before on the phone. I disagree with that comment. Yeah. I do feel that there are a number of women out there that can take it if you are just upfront and honest. And that was one of the first things I'd asked you. Well, did you tell her what your expectations were or where you, where you saw that? And you told me, yeah. So I didn't really put that on you. And I don't think that you should change your behavior. In my opinion, I don't think you should change your behavior. And, you know, if you have to have a check-in that often, to me, that would have been a red flag to have to say. That I ignored. You know, you, yeah, that yeah, I ignored. That's my those, part. Even those, you know, six inch taxes would have been crazy. You know, that, that's another, you know, I would have been like, damn, okay, well, we're just gonna be friends. We're, we can't hang out. I'll see you yeah. in about a month. See how you act. <laughs> yeah. But um, oh, can I ask you how old she is? Because last time we talked, you talked, you'd mentioned the date, the age so, range that yeah. you. So when this was going on, I was, I was 43. It started about when I was like 42. And let me see. Yes, this kind of started when I was about 41 and she was um, like 47 going on 48. Really? Oh, this is not recent. This is, this is this still yeah. going on now or? Well, keep it real. I mean, <laughs> no, no, I can keep it real, but I'm going to articulate it. This began a long time ago, ended a while ago, and the residue is still being swept up. But it's not someone that I've actively seen in over a year, way over a year. You may have a stalker on your hands. I'm not trying to be <laughs> funny. I'm not trying to judge anybody. Well, and I don't know the other side either. I don't know the other side. For the, purpose, either. for the purposes of this show, and uh, I, I will just say, um, uh, if, if you knew everything, <laughs> you would not think that that was a far-fetched uh. <laughs> yeah I mean I don't know her side of the story yeah. I only know I'm only you know I believe there's a couple different sides to it but I mean that sounds different that sounds you know you you know in your heart though that not every woman is like that so on topic you have a you woman my question what was the question you know that in your heart of hearts that not every woman is like not every not all women are like that yeah, I just think that in general, I'm more likely to meet, encounter women being like that than I am them not. And what I've come up with after com multiple conversations with different, well, with women, lady friends of mine who are platonic, who do know how to just take a situation for what it's worth, is that, yes, in general, a woman, of course, a woman, an adult, a healthy woman can accept that we're not going to get married if she doesn't want you. <laughs> That's what I've come up with. 
it, it seems, it appears that if a woman or a man, if a person is generally interested in the other person, they are not going to take it casually, male or female, no matter what the other person says. I just think that that's not, a, it's not realistic to, it's not saying it's impossible. I just don't think that it's realistic for people to, to expect people to hold that kind of contract. I've seen someone, me seeing someone I'm interested in, me seeing a woman I'm interested in, I don't think I could do it. I'm really into you and you're telling me- You don't think you can do what? I'm sorry. A woman telling me that she's really, seeing a woman and I'm really into her, but her saying, no, I don't want anything serious and my mind not continue to progress and hope that she changes her mind and me try to endear myself to her and change her mind. I know that I wouldn't participate in that, but if I did, if I was unhealthy enough to continue to participate in that, I would be progressing in a relationship in my head while she's just having fun. I don't, I don't even think that's exclusive to gender. Hmm. I Maybe it's exclusive to the person then. It may not have to be exclusive to the gender, but I know I've had people that, you know, there, there are boundaries up front and everybody has the right to change their mind down the way road, right? I mean, because you just it's just natural sometimes to catch feelings in that situation. Right. But at the same time, you okay, here's the choices. I like you, we keep going and progressing to something more, or or you know what, we just stop overall and you know, life goes on. Right. Kind of thing. So I, I don't know. I I don't know, maybe I'm just a little bit to me a little bit different but i also probably i mean sex sometimes can be just sex sorry these these situations in my opinion i don't i don't care you know there's three sides to every story his side her side and the yep. truth absolutely i i just think that when it's two adults it's, it's a hot <laughs> mess and both parties both parties play a role in the in the hot mess there's no there's no you, you can have somebody like me who on paper would look like a good guy, but the bad guy part comes in when you keep participating in it. You keep feeding it. You keep doing it. So that's that's full accountability. And it's, it's not me taking accountability because it's easy to do after the fact. Actually, it's it, it's it's I'm not a blameless, guiltless party in, in the situation, because just like you said, you know, there were red flags. I ignored them because I was getting what I want. And I think that people mm -hmm. tend to do that. People ignore red flags when they're getting what they want. No, oh, that's, yeah, I could see that. I could see that. Oh. Now, how I've ignored red flags. <laughs> What'd you say? I said, I know I've ignored flags. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, we all have. We all yeah, have. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, that's a good, you know what, from a female perspective, okay. Like, well, what kind of red flags would you say that you've ignored in the past? And, you know. Yeah, well, so, you know, so so my last my last relationship, and I'm calling it a relationship, he would call it a casual relationship. Um, kind of similar to you, I almost said your real name. <laughs> similar to you. I guess. Um, <laughs> But slightly different is so this guy and I we were seeing each other and I don't know two three months into it he's he's over here he's cooking me dinner and um says similar words that you said to your girl um 
I want to focus on you. I only want to see you. I've paused my, my uh, what's it called? My um, dating app. Um, I want to let down my walls. I want to be vulnerable and, you know, all, all that stuff. And, and I, I had decided for myself, I don't really want to see other people. It's, it's COVID. I don't know where people are, are, are at. Um, I was okay just dating him and seeing him. So I had already shut down my app, but I, I didn't tell him. I didn't tell him anything. I was just like, no, I'm just going to focus on this guy. And I, and I never said to him, I'm going to focus on you. He said that to me first. And so it so happened that he decided to stop to let go of his app and I did as well. And so whatever. So, so his, our time together was our time together. He was here all the time. We were hanging out all the time. Um, go, uh, going on weekend getaways, uh, international trips, um, buying things here and there. It was, it was a relationship. Boyfriend, girlfriend come up? No, it didn't come up. <coughs> but we were engaged in a relationship and there was no one else involved. The kicker for me was <laughs> towards the end of like he, he broke it up. The kicker for me was this was this was casual for me because I needed to talk to him about something that happened. And he said, why are you treating this like a relationship? This is casual for me. I said, I know it's not boyfriend, girlfriend, but this is a form of a relationship. We've met our friends. We've met our family. I've been to your house. You've been to my house. We're traveling. We're talking about personal stuff. We're aligning our principles and morals. This is a form of a relationship. And he got, he got upset. Um, he got upset with that, that he didn't agree. We didn't do a good job in checking in. We didn't. Um, and, and I'm writing a book about it right now and <laughs> writing about it. I am. I'm on chapter eight. You should. Um, <laughs> and, and I'm having my own sense of reflection, like my own, like, okay, so that came up, I don't know, like a month into dating. Maybe I should have asked a deeper question about this and that. And then something else came up. I was like, maybe I should have asked about this. Like these things came up and Karina, the patient, understanding it's okay and kind of person. Um, I I didn't dig deep. I didn't dig dig deeper. I, I deeper. I didn't ask more questions. And um, at the end of it, he turned out to be a real ninja. ninja. <laughs> a real ninja and what hurts is that what was what did he say he said um he said a lot of things and text messages very meaningful deep ways of getting to know me connecting with me and all those things and he said well it's not my fault that you made meaning out of it I was just being a nice guy now what is your I, I'm just curious from a man's point of view <laughs> Like hearing that, obviously for the first time too, but like just what, I can't, I'm almost speechless because every time I hear that, I'm like, what the fuck? Are, you know, like, <laughs> sorry. <A> ninja. <laughs> but 
like what like as a man to sit to hear that i'm just being a nice guy um i mean that's hard i think especially when you have delivered yourself a certain way <laughs> and yeah you very well may be a nice guy but your actions are doing something different at that point i mean i think if there were more check-ins you know not not every two weeks i think that's crazy but i don't know let me just let you talk and i'm just jibber jabbering so what i have to say about that is i really believe and i and i know that you were telling me how um how much of uh how how you and uh karina are disciples of kevin samuels um so no 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 you got jokes no we're not i'll quote i'll quote no we're not i'll quote i'll quote because i learned a lot from that guy even though i didn't agree with everything that he said and how he did it but there's something that we all knew as people and i had never heard anyone say it before or articulated and put it in in two lines the way he did and it's this it's just true for most people cross-culturally age everything women control access to intimacy and sex mm -hmm. and men control access to relationships and marriage it is very true it continues to be true across men are, are, am i still there can you ladies hear me oh yeah okay yeah. Good. karina was being very still uh, i thought it was frozen no no she takes in she's a she she'll take and in i react I just, even even given the the way that that gentleman uh, the way that he packaged it in the beginning that you cannot how can you say that and then say <laughs> and then call it casual because you began the dialogue with exclusivity period see i, I got there because i wanted to and i didn't do a check-in about exclusivity in, until i threw up my hands and said okay let me show you that this is not going to work between the two of us and we'll do it under an exclusive atmosphere um, I think that it's uh, literally bullshit uh, when uh, any man, what, 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 and when any man endeavors to have control over the access to the relationship, and then tries to rewrite the contract and put addendums in there. And um, um, so, if he would have talked to me six months into the situationship that I was having, I would, I would have been the worst person for him to talk to because I would have nurtured all of his. I would have like said, yeah, man, how could they think this? How could they think that? But looking back and re recognizing my own onus, it's, it's bullshit. Like we can't say, we can't be saying stuff like he said in the beginning. And then when uh, the woman that we're dating is operating within that, that's exclusivity, whether it's casual or not. When a woman is operating within that and checking in within that, and he says, oh, this is too heavy. This, that, that, that's so heavy that that has the weight and gravity of a romantic um, uh, committed relationship. And I never said I wanted that, but you, you, you played her song at the very beginning of the movie, which is, I don't wanna be gross. I just wanna be with you. And I don't, you know, uh, I know, cause we know that the main thing from dating app, meeting women on dating apps is, they don't want to date men on dating apps. <laughs> <laughs> and, they, and, and most women don't want to date men on dating apps, even if they meet us on it. And once they begin to date us, if anything bothers her, if anything bothers her, nine times out of 10, it's the fact that he's still on that dating app. Oh, yeah. And, so, and then, so when he says, 
I paused it. That's a that's like that's that's a woman like say hey that's my song he paused it and and, and but, uh, what what act what often happens girl he paused his girl he paused his date nap and then her friends like but he said he doesn't want X Y and Z and and it's not un, it's not fair to then tell a woman that she should ignore she should ignore the fact that he said he paused it and reconciled that with the reality of him saying he didn't want to be exclusive. And I mean, he didn't want to have anything long-term and serious. They're just two confusing, conflicting messages. And I did the same thing. So basically I did the same thing as him. I was just as much as full of shit as him. I said one thing and I did another. And uh, I think that's wrong. I, I definitely think it's wrong. Yeah. Um, I do have a question, a follow-up question because I thought what you said was great. Um, um, I guess my thing has always been, um, this is just in general, because I, I do listen to what, what men say, you know, their actions can be one thing and people say actions speak louder than words, but I'm also like, um, that that's Steve Harvey, right? A man will provide, profess and protect you. I don't know if you agree with that or not, but you know, is it, if, just for you, like in your situation, would it have been different if you told her, I want to be your boyfriend? Like you, you're mine. You're because you, like you said, you want her, you would not want her off having doing anything else with anybody else doing something with anybody else. If you wanted to make her your woman, would you have? Oh yeah. So I'm very possessive. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to expand on that so we can clarify? I, yeah, I'm, I'm a, there's a lot of things about me that's not typical of, of most men that I know, but, but I don't play when it comes to that. So when it's time to be exclusive, like I established that, like right away, like you check the boxes and you're mine, not in the sense of, you know, shadow slavery, but yeah. you're mine. Now, I also don't believe what our late great Kevin Samuel says, men exercise their options. Kind of think that's BS. There are a lot of us out here who want to be with one woman. And when a man goes and has that and tells a woman, I don't want you. I've never told a woman I don't want her with anyone else. Because It would be very difficult for her to be with anyone else dealing with me. Because I'm always around. <laughs> I'm always around. And I'm not, I don't mean stalking. And so you're the in. problem. <laughs> There's no problem. We're exploring. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Perspective. So I think that if I would have, if that's what I wanted from her and I would have established that, it wouldn't have been, it would not have been a problem. Mm-hmm. Um, because if I, I don't, I don't get involved with women who don't give choosing signals. Did I don't, say that again? I don't yeah. get involved with women. I don't get involved with women who don't. Um, emit choosing vibes or signals or actions or behaviors. I don't. Uh oh. I was taught not to chase. I was taught to express interest and make my presence Uh-oh. known and then give a, a woman an opportunity to choose. And I've also seen by example that there are a, a lot of women out there who, when a man makes his presence known, they say, okay. And then, you know, and then so it's the balls and in her court, but it, at the very beginning, uh, we're in the interview process and we're playing your song like that. Um, we, 
you should be held accountable for how you feel afterwards. Even if a woman's feelings go outside of what we want them to be. Let me just say this one more thing, because I know I'm being a little bit verbose here. Um, and here's the, prepare for the, the I guess, chauvinism. Um, by and large, I think that men should take accountability for the fact that we know that women should not be expected to, on a regular and consistent basis, always reconcile logic with what their emotions are. That is not in handicap. It does not make women crazy. It's actually what the reason why mothers get better gifts on Mother's Day. Um, it's because that is a quality that a many women have. And us men being logical and sitting back, watching a woman go through those range of emotions, allowing her to do that without doing the check-ins or sending her confusing signals, we should be accountable for that. I agree. I Hallelujah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can agree with that. And I'm not trying to be a pick me here. Well, <laughs> so, so, so thank you for saying that because part, so part of the issue that happened with this last relationship is that, and I want to ask you about this. Uh, we, we brought up before we hit recording is um, apparently I, I did a full pop. Right. I, I asked him to call me while he was visiting a friend for oh. a few days. Right. Oh, so, yeah. I heard that. I wanted to talk about that. Too, OK. Yeah. 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 So let's talk about it. So so I <laughs> asked him, you know what? I'd like, I, I'd like for you to give me I'd like for you to to call me while you're there and, and ask me about my day. I wasn't really hearing from him. It was just like check in picture here, picture there. Day was good. Good night. You know, whatever. <laughs> and um, and we talked about it while he was vacationing with his friend. I said, hey, this is, this is what's coming up for me. Checking in, telling you how I feel. What do you think? So we talked about it and we were good. And while he was up there, he called, how's your day? Boom, boom, boom. I'm like, cool. I can talk to this guy, tell him how I feel. We come to a solution. He follows up. We're good with that. Apparently, when I talked with my brother, he was like, yeah, no, you shouldn't have done that. You're not his girlfriend. You shouldn't have asked him to give you a call because you guys are not, you're not boyfriend, girlfriend. And I didn't know that until a month later after it happened. He didn't express so, his frustration. That he had expressed his frustration. So we're, we're broken up. Um, you know, I have my counselors left and right, Amber and, and Emil. <laughs> And my brother tells me this, this is what happened. Ask him if this is what actually happened. So I did, I sent him a text. I said, hey, did I, did I trigger you when I asked you to call me while you were visiting your friend and I'm not your girlfriend, blah, 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 whatever. He said, yes. One word, yes. I knew then that we didn't have the same expectations and we weren't on the same page. Well, fuck, you were there a month ago. Right. You kept that shit to yourself for four fucking weeks. And then we go travel to fucking Mexico for five days. And I'm thinking, reset button. I know he's stressed. I'm stressed. Time to reconnect. So you go to Mexico with that. You don't tell me about it. I find out through my counselor. <laughs> and that's why you're saying we were never on the same page. What the fuck? It's still wrong. I mean, come on. <laughs> come on. 
<sighs> you had four weeks to tell me, Brianna, let's touch base. Let's talk about this. Where are we at? I know we have this trip coming up. Might make things a little tricky right now. Money is spent. Never, never checked it. Had the answer the whole time. Male perspective. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's a that's a faux pas <laughs> to to ask for it. Um, um, Wait, a faux pas to ask for what? To ask for that amount of accountability. Really? Why? Um, <laughs> uh, because when, well, if, if you want to see the bowels of male hypocrisy, uh, mm -hmm. just examine how men function early on in relationships. Because we want to teach our friends, I mean, our sons and nephews to be accountable at all times and uh, to treat everything and yourself with so much respect. But the moment a woman asks us to be accountable, it's a problem. Mm -hmm. And the reason why it's a problem, and I, I'm, I'm there too with him, is because if I don't want to operate, if I'm not ready to operate within that, uh, those perimeters of accountability, if that's not where I'm at, you're making me do it. And it's a it's an aggression. Um, I think that that I I believe that by and large, when a man is really interested in a woman, um, she shouldn't even have to ask for that because he's going to be calling her. Um, but I don't think that. So even though it's a it's a faux pas, I don't think that it's. Um, I don't think a woman should stop doing it. Uh, some faux pas need to happen. I mean, how do you find out? How do you find out how freaky your spouse is? You have to commit a lot of faux pas to get there to know to know the a sexual relationship is exploring some faux pas, right? Um, I know for me that same thing happened uh, early on talking to this woman. Um, I was very busy. I was working sixteen hours a day, and this lady said to me, "I expect to hear from you tonight." And That's then I said, I said, oh, the, ex the expectations have arrived. Those are my exact words. Hmm. And she knew she had been busted because I, I caught I caught it. And, uh, and, and so she said to me, I wanted you to feel wanted. What she didn't know is that based on my own spiritual walk, I feel wanted every time I look in the mirror. Being wanted <laughs> by a, being being Hello. wanted being by wanted by a woman is something that I cannot. I can't replace that with any amount of self-esteem. That's that's just different. And it's it's a but it should be a supplement to life and not something that I need to live and survive. No woman should um a woman deserves better than to be going and completing somebody's son. You know what I mean? She should be adding on to it. I think that's just what I think. But I I, I don't think there's anything wrong with a woman committing that faux pas. <laughs> um I think that here are a few other ways to do it though. Um, when a woman knows that a man is going on vacation, hey, you know, I know how it is when you guys travel, but it would be nice to hear from you while you're traveling. She could even say it'd be nice to hear from you once, at least once a day, 
while you're traveling. Now, once you say that, you're saying what you would like, even though you want it and demanded it. You want to be able to tell your girlfriends, girl, he called me every day while he was out of town. So I don't know what he was doing. You would love to be able to tell your friends that. But it gives a man the option and it gives you a chance to see how he feels about you without you demanding it. That's one way to go about it. Another way to go about it is to wait the first night. And if he didn't call you after that, the next time he contacts you saying, you know, that's kind of weird for me not hearing from you on your vacation, but go ahead and enjoy your vacation and you can just call me when it's over. If he really cares, he's going to start calling you. If he doesn't, take it for what it is. He's going to say, I oh, get over it. Uh, and he's just out there doing his thing. And let me tell you, nine times out of 10, us men in our 40s with consequences dripping over our belts and rib cages because we're fat, ain't nothing going on. We passing out at 930 in the <laughs> Us women too. We like, to, we like, we like, to, we like to act like we're turning up. And at the very most, like when I've traveled with my friends, what I really see when we travel is we have fun getting rejected by women that are either out of our league or too young for <laughs> It's really fun. And we and we talk about, oh, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, she wanted me, but you know, she was looking at that other guy. It's all bullshit. We just... I know that for me personally, and I know we can't spend a lot of time on this topic. When I was married, I, I had to talk to my wife every night. I had to, I wasn't trying to manipulate her. I It was important to me that she heard my voice at least once, but hopefully twice a day while I was traveling. I didn't I was didn't want to be responsible for any of her anxiety. The truth is, I could call her three times a day and still be doing something. But in her peace of her peace of mind comes just from hearing my voice, that's my part. And I I believe for me personally, because here's the thing, I don't have this insecurity, but when you have those guys who start off like that guy did, if he was really serious, he would be so like he would want to know what you're doing at night at home where it would be convenient for you to have somebody over for 15 minutes mm -hmm. and if he doesn't care about that that's telling you something I, you know what, what i appreciate oh sorry go ahead no but what happens we find out really quickly that you're not giving whole vibes and since you're not giving whole vibes, we don't we don't need to check in with you. So we just become resplendent in what we think you are and what role we think we play in your life. And so we don't have to be uh, accountable. I'm sorry, I just had to put that part in here. No, that's fine. Yeah, I mean we can and we can slice and dice that that you know that particular yeah. situation. For me, it's not having the conversation you should have had with me. So when I brought it up the first time while he was still up there, what he should have said was, I hear what you're saying, Karina, that you want me to call and check in and, you know, ask about your day. But here's what's coming up for me. And that never came up. Mm. And this, to me, the sense of responsibility of, I know what's wrong with me. I know what I'm holding to myself. I know I haven't talked to her about this, that I, it's, that is really important for me. And I am choosing to keep that to myself until my trip with her comes up and then I'm gonna let her go. To me, that's the, it's, it's painful to think about yeah. it. I'm crying um, about it. It's painful to think about it. It's disappointing to think about it. 
that 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 someone would consciously hold that to themselves and we talk about everything else we've talked about everything else but sh- but you've consciously held that to yourself and 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 not say anything so so that's that's just again going back to check in and communication and um other things that could just improve two people's relationships, whether you decide to end it or not, it's just, it's super disappointing. Can I impart one thing about that? This is the problem with you doing what you did with any time a woman um, does something like that. It's a demonstration of dignity and respect, uh, self-respect. And uh, there's a little boundary in there. When a woman does what? When she's asking for... What do you mean by when a woman when, does? When a woman is expecting something that's completely uh, feasible, it's it's on the side of dignity. Like I'm seeing you, and I want to hear from you. What's what's wrong with that is that some some there there's a type of man who's intimidated by any one woman drawing a line in the sand, and that's a line in the sand. Wanting to hear from us while we're on vacation is a line in the sand, and that typically comes out of the mouths of women who have a sense of self-worth, not in the grandized, egomaniacal sense of self-worth. Most women who are dating a man exclusively want to know what he's doing. And that's normal. Uh, The way it's framed can be used against you later in the court of law, of course. But uh, generally, um, that's all it is when a woman's asking for that. Um, But once again, speaking particularly your situation, you were encouraged to ask for those kinds of things from the beginning because I paused my dating app. So a person who paused, I paused my dating app for, who I'm cooking dinner for, who I introduced to my family is asking me for a check-in, is asking to hear from me. Um, you know, some woman pepper it with, I, I really... It was so hard for me to sleep last night not having heard from you. I just need to hear your voice. Oh my God. And you know what? That works, but that's manipulation. And you know what kind of results you're going to get from that. uh, (laughs) It just seems like so many guys fall for that crap. And that's just. I do. I do. Oh my God, no. (laughs) But someone telling me, I expect to hear from you tonight. It's like, who the hell do you think you're talking to? You know, so it's different. But in your situation, Karina, I just think that um, this is that that is an excellent that is an excellent scenario all around from the beginning. I don't know how it ended, but from the beginning to this, which seems to be like it was in the middle or the apex of the situation of a guy saying one thing, you hearing you basically hearing what he said. I mean, it's not that good of an example because he said he wants a level of uh, a modicum of exclusivity. You started operating within those perimeters. And when you did that, he he interpreted it as as some kind of sign of aggression and it turned him off. Um, Sounds like somebody who didn't know what he wanted. I mean, I don't think some, I don't think her, well, I always say two things. Karina knows this. I, I am very much say, did he, is, is he asking you to be exclusive? 
is he telling you that that's the first thing but there's no reason why karina should not have felt the way she felt because of what he was doing and the things that he was doing so I, yeah i um i agree but i also agree too if if don't take this the wrong way it's gonna sound bad <laughs> if there's really if a man wants to stay he will stay that conversation should not have been what was the end all of it oh i no, i totally agree yeah i totally he peaced out yeah that should not have been the end all and you know oh, that conversation was the end all which one the conversation about um the check hearing from him on the oh, no but it, it was it, it was the impetus to okay yeah to that so when you asked about when you asked him about it later it led to dialogue that um made you guys stop talking to each other yeah when i asked him about it it, it was delayed the, the conversation was delayed until our trip okay. happened and then he exited the door right after that after a trip though come on okay so let me just tell tell both of you this you amber so you can continue to counsel other people in tinder advice you karina so you can use this with your advice uh with your own dating life I, I, when i i i am uh am naturally attracted socially to married men those are the kind of guys who oh. i hang out with okay. okay those are the guys who make up my friend and and th those are the guys for whatever reason if i start talking to somebody in the at the auto mechanic or something and we end up like staying in touch it just turns out they're married guys there's a vibe right one of the annoying <laughs> annoying things about married men or or our species when we travel with each other is how much checking in we either have to do with these wives fiancés or serious girlfriends who are about to become fiancés and i want to tell you that guys go out of their way to facilitate that when they're serious about a woman. Mm -hmm. I got to call her. Like you just heard that this guy's just dominated the whole group, straight alpha male, just pissing on everybody's shoes, demanding this, demanding that. But when it comes to what that lady wants, he's completely passive about it. Mm -hmm. Meaning this, everybody will make time for what they want to make time for. And that is not a big thing to ask for. And when women want that, if a man, if it's available, a man's going to give it and he's going to give it in spades. Mm -hmm. I agree. I yeah. Agree. Well, I know there's a, I feel like there's more for this topic, like other areas that we can continue with this series, but I love it. I think I appreciate you both for being vulnerable about talking about this and um marcus maybe one day we could have one of your married friends on here too so you know we can have a married a dating and two two dating perspectives and two you know marriage perspectives maybe fun <laughs> yeah 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 i just i just thought about candidates <laughs> in my mind and yeah you know it's 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 unfortunate that communication is um Communication and, and honesty in communication are the most valuable assets or currencies now in relationships when they should actually be such a sundry item that just come with two adults talking, particularly people right. in their 30s and 40s. Um, but that is like the, 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 the that is the clamored for thing. 
Do I feel that someone's being honest with me? Do I feel thoroughly communicated with? And the problem with the, the problem that keeps arising for me and other people I know, men and women I know, is the fact that um, a lot of women are more are are emotionally and romantically verbose, and a lot of men are emotionally and romantically inarticulate. Mm-hmm. And that's where that's where the uh, the big problem comes in at. Yeah, I agree. Communication, yeah. I'm gonna finish reading men are from Mars, women are from Venus because um, I, I do really think that like what 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 is in our minds is totally something different from what you guys are actually thinking and vice versa. But back to the bottom line, communication is key especially at this age, it's not difficult. <laughs> it's not difficult. So if a, if a woman is feeling something, she should feel the right to be able to say, Hey, I'm feeling you. What's up. And also vice versa. I don't see what there's anything wrong with that, but, but I appreciate you, Marcus. Thank you so much for coming on. You're welcome. A woman, a whether a woman, it doesn't matter what the situation situation is a woman and a man always have a right to express themselves and if a person can't handle it they can they can get the hell on on to the next one on to the next one because if (laughs) if 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 you can't express yourself to me then i'm i'm already showing you that if i am not giving credence and and attention to your thoughts and feelings during the interview phase of dating what yeah. am I going to do when you're married to me? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a great point. If, yeah, if one person, one or the other person feels like I they, I can't talk to them, that's a problem in itself. Yeah, yeah. And in especially if I've never given you a reason for not feeling okay talking to me about other things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right, right target Marcus. Thank you. Marcus. (laughs) Well, before we wrap this up, um, like we've been doing the last few shows, just shout out to Karina's book. You want to talk a little bit about it? Oh, yes. Um, Okay. So I have my background, so I'm not going to put it up because it's it's just hard to see it. Yes. uh, My book is out. And actually I have two fans right here uh, who have read my book, uh, 13 Months Journey Through the Pandemic. Like I said, it came out August 8th. It's available on Amazon, paperback and Kindle version. And it's 18 reflections of what I learned about myself during the isolation period at the height of the pandemic and how I use what I learned about myself getting back into being with my friends and colleagues and traveling (laughs) and the things that I used to do comfortably before pandemic. And today there's still some level of, um, you know, unfamiliarity, anxiety, because we're not all the way a hundred percent of the pandemic. So anyway, 18 reflections of my experience. There are a couple chapters on dating (laughs) during COVID, which is not fun and it's a little different. Um, but yeah, I would love your support. Go on Amazon and grab it and read it and write me a review. That would be great. Yeah. And you should remind uh, people that if they don't have uh, Kindle, because uh, I almost had to charge my Kindle to get it. 
but fortunately <laughs> I was able to to get it as a as an auction item at a at a, at a charity. But um, that's very important. So it's available on Kindle or as a physical book. Yeah. Not yeah. on Google Play Books. It's not there yet. Oh, but that's the place next. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, two different versions. Yeah. Yep. Awesome. Well, um, I guess we'll wrap it up, you guys. Marcus, thank you so much, as always. Thank you, ladies. My lovely co-host. And you know what, you guys, don't forget to smash that like button wherever you're listening to, whether it be YouTube. And comment below whether you think Marcus and Karina should go out and have some coffee together. Seriously, <laughs> throwing that out there. Tell, tell, me, <laughs> tell me in comments how much of a simp I sound like and how much no. of a pig I sound like. No. Oh, stop. You absolutely do not sound like Your a Your insight is fabulous. Yes, yes, and we appreciate it. And I think other people out there are, you know, you're, you are not alone, but we can't talk about <laughs> that song. So. Hey, that's what 13 months <laughs> is about. That's what, that's what 13 months is about. The, the, the book 13 months is one of the biggest things. If you, At least 50% of that will show you that you are not the only one thinking and feeling some of the things that you were feeling during yes. during the pandemic yes yes love it love it love it thank you guys so much thanks for listening right. and watching we love you all and have a great rest of your day bye <laughs>